was my spooky hello. Emily was excited. <laughs> I was just uh, finishing up some chocolate. She is. She's got some caffeinated chocolate. Yeah. That's Never what we heard need. of such a thing. I like really how we're, <laughs> we're caffeinating at like 9 p.m. I'm drinking some black tea over here. Ooh. We're doing Woof. it for we're doing it for the people. Doing it for the peeps. We love ya. We love ya. We freaking love ya. We <laughs> do. do it for the peeps. We do. Especially our new patron. What? Alex. Alex. Alex, you're an angel on earth. Mm-hmm. A true angel. Yes. Like she is on I think it's the gentleman. Oh, he is Alex, on. What is your pronoun? Alex. Alex. Tell us your pronouns. Alex. They are on. Yes. You know where they are? Where? Girl, you know where they are. Right below your left butt cheek? <laughs> right above the belly button. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh, a belly tag. Yep. That's the Damn. spot. That's where you are, Alex. That's hot stuff. I know. Very, very cute. Right? Yeah. Very cute. It's like the new belly button ring. <laughs> Honestly, I think I'm starting a trend. The new accessory for summer. Uh-huh. She's mm-hmm. ready now. It's going to be healed by then. Super cute. Mm-hmm. Super cute. Ring ring around that belly button with a new tattoo. Yes. I love it. I love it. Designer belly. Brought to you by Emily mm-hmm. and patrons. <laughs> We're having fun. We do. Mm-hmm. We do. This on a, on a Monday. This is an exciting week. Let me tell you. I mean, every week is exciting, but this one is getting extra weird because we're talking about cryptids. Oh, hold on, hold on one second before we what? get cryptid. Where the um, golden ghouls? <gasps> Alyssa, Kylie, mm-hmm. Emily, and it's time to get spooky. Ooh. Hell yeah. It's time. Heck yes. Can I tell y'all something? I didn't know what a cryptid was <gasps> when you guys said it. Oh. I've never heard that term before. Yeah. You know? It's just all these these creatures, these yep. spooky guys. These spooky totally. guys. It's like the, we... The unexplained. I like to call them the, the educated guesses of the world, where <gasps> it may make okay. sense that they exist. There have been sightings, but it has not been proven. And so people go yes. wild with the idea of them. Mm-hmm. I like that. When she's right, she's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll, I'll kick it off. Why kick not? it off, girl. I'd like you to. All right. I'm going to kick it off with a big one that I feel like a lot of people know because there have been movies and books and things, but this is, the, mo- this is the Mothman. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. His prophecy. So this creature. <laughs> yes. Mothman prophecies. What year was that? 2002. Richard Gere? Oh. <laughs> I want to say, I want to say, that's a guess. Could have been later than 2002. But this spooky guy was reportedly seen in the Point Pleasant, West Virginia area from November 12th, 1966 to December 15th of 1967. Hmm. So just around a year of spooking people. Of Mothin. hmm <laughs> So the first news... <laughs> The first newspaper report was published in the Point Pleasant Register, dated November 16th, 1966, and it was titled, Couple Sees Man-Sized Bird Creature Something. So, mm-hmm. they had no fucking what? idea. Great <laughs> title. What a description. Yeah. The national press soon picked up the reports and helped spread the story across all of the U.S., so people were, like, Mothman crazed. Right. They're like, look out for something. Yeah. So... Back it up a little bit. 
It's November 12th, 1966. There are these five guys. They're digging a grave um, near Clendenin, West Virginia. Let's hope that's right. Mm -hmm. Correct us if you're from there. Mm -hmm. They see this man-like figure flying low from the trees over their heads. And this is often identified as the first known sighting of what became known as the Mothman. So Mm -hmm. imagine you're in a cemetery digging a grave and you see a winged man. I'd say that's a bad omen. Overhead. I I often imagine this. You might think it's a bad omen, but just wait. Just you wait. What do you mean? Just you write Henry Higgins. The The people actually like the Mothman. Oh, he's good. Yeah, we think, we think. Oh. So shortly after, it's November 15th of 1666. Jesus Christ, I got a little number funky right there. 1966. <laughs> there are these two couples from Point Pleasant, Roger and Linda Scarberry and Steve and Mary Millette. And they told the police that they saw this large gray creature whose eyes glowed red. Hmm. Um, they're their headlights of their car had like shone on it. And then they noticed these big red glowing eyes. They described it as a large flying man with 10 foot wings following their car while they were driving in an area outside, outside of town known as the TNT area, which was the site of a former world war II munitions plant. Did it come from there? Is it a spooky experiment? The Mothman? I'll never know. Same. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So over the next few days, other reports start flowing in. Two volunteer firemen see him, and they say that he kind of looks like a large bird with red eyes. Rude. So then this Mason County Sheriff, George Johnson, gets in, and he believes that the sightings were due to this unusually large breed of heron that he termed a shite poke. That cannot even be real. A shite poke. A shite poke. I'm you heard the you, woman. He made it up. Yes. So Sheriff George Johnson says it's a shite poke. Okay. <laughs> so then there's this local contractor named Newell Partridge, and he tells the sheriff that he aimed a flashlight at this creature in a field, and its eyes glowed like bicycle reflectors. So hmm. there's no way that it could be a bird. And he also says that when the creature was nearby, there were buzzing noises coming from his television. And that his German shepherd disappeared, and he thinks it was because of this creature. He lost his dog? Mm-hmm. So he's like, Sheriff, there's no way it's a dog, right? Then we got this wildlife biologist come in, Dr. Robert L. Smith mm-hmm. from West Virginia University. Take and me he home. tells reporters <laughs> he tells reporters that he thinks it's a sandhill crane, which is this big ass bird. They've got like these reddish colored circles around their eyes, and they're pretty big, mm. but they do not have a ten foot wingspan like people are saying this moth man has. Ten is pretty large. Yeah, I agree. But he's like, this particular crane is not from the area, so that's probably why you haven't seen it before. This feels like a cover-up to me, okay? Uh Mm -hmm. It feels false, (laughs) and I think it was the Mothman. Let him know. So, people stopped seeing him after December 15th of 1967. There's a collapse of what was called the Silver Bridge, and 46 people died. So, 
After this incident, incident, <laughs> God, I'm having, I've been having trouble with words all day today. I was talking in a meeting and I said 20 things you wrong. You flopped it up. Yeah. So <laughs> this legend starts to grow. People actually start connecting the Mothman sightings to the bridge collapse, but they think that he was trying to warn them of the impending tragedy. Oh. Yes. You know, I wouldn't put that past him. That sounds about right. He's I wouldn't. Like, I'm I'm flying around town. Try, maybe he was trying to spook people to get them out of town, yeah. so that they couldn't drive across the bridge. He was Paul Revere. Okay, but I why, think. But why did he take my dog? That's what I don't know. To ride yeah. it, but it maybe oh. it also maybe he didn't take the dog. Maybe it was just a coincidence. Yeah, maybe the dog ran away. So there's also this Georgian newspaper. I'm gonna fucking butcher this. <laughs> Svobodnia Grzhaya <laughs> and these Russian ufologists claim that similar Mothman sightings happened in Moscow and they foreshadowed this 1999 Russian apartment bombing. So yeah. maybe he is a good guy. He's trying to warn people like, hey, shit's about to go down. Get your people out of here. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. Russia is just copycatters. Maybe. And they're like, we want a good story like the Mothman. Maybe. But listen to this. Today, Point Pleasant, they like this guy so much that there's a Mothman Festival. That's cute. Okay. And they have a statue in his honor. What's it look like? It's huge. A Mothman? (laughs) Does it have a 10-foot? It's got huge wings. Yeah, it's got massive wings, and it looks like the descriptions of the Mothman. Okay. But yeah, it pops off. They've got, like competitions and all sorts of stuff happening at this festival so if you're in point pleasant west virginia think it happens in september could be totally wrong but yeah they like him i love it they think he's a good guy i mean sounds like it you guys be the judge (laughs) i don't know do you want to hear about a bad guy yeah all right bad guy that's billy eyelash for you Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm about to uh, <laughs> blow y'all's minds with the goat man. Oh, oh shit. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> y'all ever heard of them before? Is he the one that's in Texas or is he somewhere else? He's in Texas, Louisiana, and Maryland. Damn. He's, he, those are all, okay, there's he's another one I'm going to tell you guys about later. And he's like mostly in California, but then Ohio. And it's right. like, what? It's like Texas, <laughs> Louisiana, I get. You know, yeah. I could see that. Yeah. But like Maryland, where's no? Doing? How do you like get there? It's a crop. I don't know. Maybe he likes crabs. He's like, hits his distant cousin. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Well, th- this goat man is a humanoid cryptid. Okay, cool, cool. And it's most and it's most commonly associated with those states. Okay, so people watch out there. Because this guy is described as a seven-foot-tall hybrid creature, part man, part goat. <laughs> yep. Some claim, though, it's a it's a relative of the New Orleans evil chupacabra. Mm-hmm. A classic. Like the cryptid, the Grunch. Have y'all heard of the Grunch? No. Only the Grinch. Yeah, same. <laughs> At first, I was like, oh, the Grinch, you know, but it's Grunch. He's the off-brand Grinch. The, I think he's a chupacabra-like. <laughs> the boot, bootleg version. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the urban legend is that this guy, um, 
he he often tell he often kills young couples in parked cars. Oh my god! Or he like, or he kills family pets. Uh, stop. I know. Mm-mm. I know. I don't like that part. But there's also tales of him breaking into people's houses and raping victims. Jesus Christ! Can he relax? My God, dude. I'm telling you what, this guy is 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 he's evil. He's yeah. Busy many attest that he. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. He'll overtake you and rape you. That's what they say. All mm-hmm. right. Yeah. All right. Some say he was a man who was who kept goats and went mad after some teenagers killed his flock. Okay. And he wanted to seek revenge, right? But I think the most common origin of Goatman is it, it was associated to the Bettsville Agricultural Research Center where they had um they did a bunch of scientific experiments like think, think of like stranger things okay you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so they're saying a mad scientist was conducting a, an experiment on a goat and uh and then something went horribly wrong and it turned him into a half man half goat beast <laughs> <laughs> naturally hungry for blood <laughs> how do you troubleshoot that you know is, is this the same go- this is the goat man that they see in Denton on the goat man's bridge you think is this the Probably. one Probably they see him a lot of places okay yeah but he's most known to terrorize the Fletcher town road which is just outside the city limits of Bowie okay yeah he also has obviously been spotted elsewhere, but it seems this is like that's his main haunted hmm. location, and he ha- and he's believed to live in a cave under an old metal bridge. He would, yeah. So the fir- but the first appearance of him, you guys, was in 1957, and another was shortly followed in 1962 when he became <laughs> he became the lead suspect. In a in the murder of fourteen hikers. Ooh, they're trying to. <laughs> they're out here like, have you seen this goat man? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> they were like, we got him, folks. Law enforcement we seriously pursued that. Yeah, he was the lead suspect. All right. Yeah. Since since then, there've been there's been some steady sightings of this guy with uh, similar descriptions each time. He he looks like a man with a goat head. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like Pigman. The last, yeah, the last sighting was um in 2015. And if you guys get on Twitter and hashtag Goatman, they went off. The they people went, went off. off about it. Yeah, he's on, I think he's on like some hill or something. I bet there are people going off on Reddit about it too. Because when I was searching earlier tonight, I was like, these people got time on their fucking hands. Like, they're out here talking about this stuff. I love it. It. I mean, do the, the research, them. honey, because I don't have that time. Me neither. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. They Thank really helped you. me out a lot. Yeah. Ugh, they love the goat man. Yeah, the goat man's crazy. He sounds bad, though. I don't want to wear. I don't want to run into him, and I don't want him breaking into my house. I don't want to meet him. Like, he sounds like Golden State Killer. <laughs> yeah. I think he right? is. Yeah. 
I think that was him. Oh, my God. Like, people just didn't realize it. And people haven't seen him in a while because he's in jail. Mm-hmm. He's Here's the thing, though. I like, I like goats. Okay. For now. Like, so I think they're half, cute. So if a man with a goat head... But I don't want that. You wouldn't be like, oh, cute. No. Listen, uh, beggars can't be choosers, okay? Oh, uh, Okay. <laughs> Whatever you say. The goat man. There he is. There you have it. You heard it here. Look out, Texas, Louisiana, and In Maryland. Maryland. In Maryland. (laughs) (laughs) So strange. You guys want to go up to Vermont? I do. Yeah. So I think we briefed on good old Champ in one of our earlier episodes. But we did. We talked. We we talked about him. We did a little bit of chat. So I'm gonna go go into go into his history a little more. And again, you know what? Yeah, I don't tell know, us about the big I don't guy. know Champ's pronoun, but from my experience, it's a he. So I'm gonna. I think so too. It's a him he. So in American folklore, Champ or Champy is the name of the lake monster living in Lake Champlain. And for those who have been up to Lake Champlain, it hits New York, Vermont, and part of Canada. It is a huge ass lake, and I used to go. I used to summer up there uh, in my childhood. We would camp on the lake. Well, no, we wouldn't camp. We would stay in a cabin, and we did this for a few years. And there was always this talk, this chatter of of Champ or Champ, however you want to say it. So basically. He's this huge ass monster that's in the water that to this day people claim to see sometimes, but it hasn't been proven. And he's truly an old as heck legend. Same. Back to Native American tribes that lived near Lake Champlain, the <laughs> Abenaki and the Iroquois. They had their own legends about this huge lake creature that they would see. And they called it the Tatoskok, or that's what the Abenaki called them, called him. However, good old Samuel D. Champlain is credited for being the first person to cite Champ. Um, but really, it's just a classic white dude taking credit for something indigenous people did first. We know that well. Mm-hmm. Our apologies. Typical. So Champlain, just Samuel D. Champlain, described what he saw in his. Uh, in his journal. And so he said, there's also a great abundance of many species of fish. Among others, there is one called by the natives, Shauzaru, which I just butchered the pronunciation of because I am not French. <laughs> you tried Quote, it. unquote, me, not him. He did not write this in his journal. Oh. <laughs> Back to him. Which of various lengths, but the largest of them, as these tribes have told me, are from eight to ten feet long. I have seen some five feet long, which were as big as my thigh. He got that five foot long thigh, folks. <laughs> and had a head as large Shit. as my two fists. <laughs> Yo, he wide. He thick. That's a tiny head. <laughs> a head as large as his two fists. People were weird shaped back I- then. <laughs> <laughs> Is that right? I did it like that first, and then I was like this, because that makes more it? sense. Oh. We're just putting our hands together, trying to figure out how big his head was. I did the same earlier. I know. <laughs> he had a very small I, head. 
And you know what? I bet people listening are doing the fucking same thing. Yeah. Send us a picture of your hands <laughs> putting them together. If anyone wants to draw this description. <laughs> Use that self-timer, baby. Yeah. With a snout two feet and a half long and a double row of very sharp, dangerous teeth, its body had a good deal the shape of the pike, but it is protected by scales of a silvery gray color and so mm. strong that a dagger could not pierce them. That's all for now, diary. XOXO Samuel de Champlain. <laughs> so. Wow. According to roadtrippers.com, Kyle Miller and Andrea Anessi, they run Home of Champ, which is a New York-based souvenir shop business uh, in Port Henry. And it's all about Champ. And they shared a story on this website. So <clears throat> a Native American princess by the name of Bulwaga lived with her tribe in what is now Big Hollow, also known as Coot Hill, located near Port Henry in New York. She had two suitors, Lewis and Clark. No, I'm just kidding. The Spurs suitor <laughs> threw her from a cliff into what is now Bulwaga Bay, whereupon she drowned. That's very upsetting. Stricken with remorse and grief, the warrior picked up two large stones and threw himself into the lake. So it's a double su homicide, suicide, homicide, suicide, a classic. The angry fates change him into a huge sea monster destined to call every moan for his love. The Native Americans, hearing him call out <laughs> Bulwaga every dawn, eventually gave him that name. So apparently Champ used to be this asshole <laughs> that threw a princess into the water and killed mm. her. So maybe, All maybe. Right. But there are still many sightings of Champ near Bulwaga Bay uh, ever since the 1600s. This is wild. It's wild. Uh, the most famous photo or evidence, you could say, uh, was taken by Sandra Mansi in 1977 when she was summering on Lake Champlain. And many, we don't, we don't know. Is it a hoax? Is it real? But basically, Mansi provided some proof for people to really go after this, this creature and this legend. Mm. Betty Lauren is this nice lady who lives in a lakefront house on Lake Champlain, and she says that she got a glimpse of him back in the 1980s. So one morning before work, she looked out her window, as one does, towards the lake, and she saw what she thought was like a tree trunk or some boat junk or something that had been dumped in the water. But as she squinted her eyeballs and watched the large shape, it silently disappeared below the surface without leaving a single ripple, and it never came back up. <laughs> So she ran Tight. outside to see what had happened, right? And here is the quote of the night from her. She says, Champ's out there, and he's a big boy. Wow. Agreed. Quote Agreed, unquote. Betty. Agreed. Champ's out there. And he's a big he's, boy. He scares me, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not messing with that. No. If he can, If he can clear the water ripple-free... Mm -mm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's magic. 
I used to look for him. I would put goggles on and go into the lake. Which oh, you oh, crazy. No, no, no. It would be like eight feet deep. So obviously he's not that shallow. But um, Oh, we even have Katie Elizabeth. And she is... She's been searching and hunting for Champ most of her life. And she has even written a book on him. Water Horse of Lake Champlain. Uh, it is a cryptozoological biography of Champ. Uh, and she has yeah. captured or she's basing it on a team that captured underwater sonar images. Uh, so she hopes that this will be true evidence of this questionable Champ. I mm-hmm. say... We all go up there. We take a boat out into the middle of the lake. Maybe say hi to Quebec. Maybe go to New York and see if Champ wants to join us. Mm. I mean, I'm I, interested. So. I've I've been on the lake mm-hmm. in a boat. Was terrified the whole time. <laughs> Went across the lake. Had ice cream overlooking the lake. Mm-hmm. It was the only thing that kept me from losing my mind. Yeah, then you felt fine. And then I had to that. go back across the lake. Oh. Well, to me, it sounds like Champ is like, uh, you know, the hor- the water horse in Frozen 2. Mm, haven't oh, I haven't seen, seen that yet. I oh, heard it's good, though. I would go, oh, Olaf was in his feels, and I loved it. Aw. Mm-hmm. Then there was like an 80s music montage with um, uh, Kristoff and some reindeer. That's is Kristoff the blonde man? That was fantastic. Yeah. Okay. I don't know anything. Right. Well, well, I know Olaf and Anna and Elsa because one time at the grocery store, this girl told me I looked like Anna and I was like, like, who's Anna? Oh, that's so so true. You do. Hey, Alyssa. Just a regular cartoon lady. (laughs) You have to ask us if we want to build a snowman. No. (laughs) I'm not into that fucking movie. I'm sorry. Come on. Whoa. (laughs) Strong. Shots fired at Frozen. Uh, I just, Strong word. I can't get into animated things as an adult. I just, yeah, I don't know what it is. It is, it's we, uh, right. The only one, and it's not even in like the same vein, but fucking Bob's Burgers. I love. It's hilarious. I love Bob's Burgers. But everything same. else, I'm like, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> uh, my dad's review was the water was nice. So a uh, frozen, go for, go frozen for the too? water. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Dad. Yeah. He we'll said go it for looks, a dip. It, it did. It looks really good. Okay. Yeah. So they did a nice job. Good. They got a lot of money to do a nice job, so they better. Mm-hmm. They better. True. True. They made it look nice. I like it. Wow. Champ. He's yeah. out there. Yeah. <sighs> do you want me and to do a, Do you want me to do another? Go for it. Yeah? Get crazy. I'll do it. Soon. <laughs> I got black-eyed children over here. Big. Yes. Oh. Any relation? Terrifying. This isn't to the black-eyed peas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I knew she was gonna. It's speak. their kids. Uh, no, these are eerie kids, y'all. Yep. With ghostly pale white skin and pitch black eyes. Goth. They. Right. Yeah, but they they're seemingly harmless to their victims. Mm-hmm. All they come up and they ask is just for a simple favor, and then you're done. So. It seems right. simple. So usually they like to ask people if they can come into their location because it, they need to be invited mm-hmm. into the space that you're in. Like vampires. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. they are vampires. <gasps> We've talked. Yeah, I think they talk about this. But, yeah, I think they think they're vampires. 
but like some people do at least. Okay, I gotta ask: Do you guys believe that there were ever vampires, or that there are still vampires? Yeah, there's people that eat people. That's cannibalism. Well, they're vampires, right? I don't know. <laughs> there are people in like I'm sure there are people all over, but specifically Louisiana, there are a lot of people who think that they're vampires and they drink blood. Yes, we've met like some true vampires. Blood. Yeah, right. Yeah, but do you think that there are people who actually have, like, fucking fangs and are drinking blood to survive? To survive? Mm, but are they doing it? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I don't know. People weigh in. Tell us your thoughts. Anyway, proceed, black-eyed children. <laughs> okay. I so, just had to know. <laughs> no, totally. Valid question. Um, so, yes, yeah, some speculate that they are vampires because of that, you know— quality that they have to be invited in to your Mm -hmm. space in order to get under your skin so some have even said black-eyed children are just regular children who've been demonically possessed or they're human alien hybrids which is like pretty dope yeah um right kylie wouldn't you want like isn't that cool i mean i I, I don't want to be a human i would read a graphic novel about them right (laughs) so whatever the case may be when the person is in their presence they often describe an intense amount of fear and dread Hmm. they've even described being in an almost chaotic hypnotic state when they look into their midnight eyes (gasps) midnight eyes (laughs) sounds beautiful most of these children are usually um, between the ages of 6 and 16 and so the the one of the first people that ever caught a glimpse mm-hmm. of the black eyed children, Mr. Brian Bethel, documented the whole thing back in a in a blog in nineteen ninety eight. And this huh. is his story. Okay. You ready for it? Tell us. Ready. Yo, it was around nine nine thirty PM on January sixteenth, nineteen ninety-eight. Brian had left his apartment in Abilene, Texas for the Dropbox to pay his internet bill, which, God, you remember the days when you got to do that? Not me. Mm-hmm. Still right. paying it. <laughs> On the way, he stopped at a dollar movie theater next to the, his service provider's building to use the glow of the marquee as light to make out of his check. Okay. He did this, um, and then there was a knock on his window, and he saw two young boys. He said they were about 10 to 14, and he described boy number one was slightly taller than his companion, wearing a pullover, hooded shirt with sort of gray checkered pattern and jeans. I couldn't see his shoes. His skin was olive colored and had curly, medium length brown hair. He exuded an air of quiet confidence. Now, boy number two had pale skin with a trace of freckles. His primary characteristic seemed to be looking around nervously. <laughs> he was dressed in a similar manner to his companion, but his pullover was light green color. His hair was short, was a sort of pale orange, and they didn't be uh, they didn't appear to be related at all. So almost immediately he knew something was up and felt like a sense of fear from these kids. And he began to ask if they needed anything. And they wanted to, they said they wanted to see the new Mortal Kombat movie, but forgot their money. 
Instead of asking for the money itself, the boys asked if they could get a lift to their house to retrieve it. Um, Brian, nervous and hesitant at this point, is um, he's he's like trying to like you know get them all get them away, but they keep insisting. They're like, "Come on, Mister, we just want to go to our house. We're just two little boys. Come on, Mister, mm-hmm. let us in." <laughs> You know, we're just two little boys. Yeah, he says they say we can't get in your ca- in in your car until you let you say we can. Just let us in and we'll be gone before you know it. Um, and Brian was just like, I can't do this. You know, Mm-mm. so he suddenly found himself kind of like getting ready to unlock the door, and um, he as he was looking at the kids he caught their eyes and noticed that they were solid black like no iris no pupil no what do you say this solera i don't know eyes tell us eye doctors yeah i don't know (laughs) so yeah so this um this scared his pants off, right? And he was like, uh-uh. But the second kid did continue to stand there and he was and just kept threatening, like, we won't, we won't hurt you. Just let us in your car. We don't have a gun. Just Who like, says that? Yeah, why would you exactly. say that? Right. So Brian, the boy, um, he's according to Brian, he said it was like he was implying they don't need guns. But it's like, no, that's just the, that alone is just a weird state, you know? You don't say that. Right. Especially so, if you have a gun. <laughs> right. <laughs> what? So the guy, the boys started pulling at the door again and still threatening him. And Brian finally pushes the car into reverse and leaves the boys behind. So that was his story of the black eyed kids. Damn. You know, honestly, though, Brian, it could have been anybody. It could have, you know, but a lot of people see these kids in um, Iroquois, 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 yes, they believe in a dark power called Ochkan, Ochkan, and it's that, that it's a power that could take over children and make them an evil one who, who would then produce black eyes, chalky skin. Mm. These children were killed by the tribe soon after birth and burned to stop them from resurrecting. Ew. Yeah. And however, children wandering alone in the woods could be taken over by the Ochkan and they would reemerge as these black-eyed children. What? Yeah, so there was no destroying it. Damn, you know. There are so 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 many stories about this. Like yeah. they're all over Reddit. Yeah. I've also heard about them being in the parking lot of like Disney World and yeah, they'll they approach love cars mm-hmm. and yeah. Uh-huh. They'll approach like the last person who no way is leaving the park and like trying to get in their car with them. Shut up. Yeah, they like to or, go where there's like a big group of children because they're trying to like blend in or whatever. Fucking Hence scary. Disney World. Or they'll like come to your front door and be like, please, sir, can we use the phone? Yeah. Uh, no, bitch, I don't have a landline and you're not fucking using my iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> Get that gone. so true. Get gone. I should pay more attention to that because somebody came knocking on my door asking me to use the phone. She'd be like, what? Yeah, I'd be like, no, you know? go ask Who someone else. What year is this? Yeah, you what know? year is this? 
Okay, I got some smoky, smoky. Yeah. Ooh. I got I got some smoky small people. Here we go. <laughs> yeah. These are the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Oh. And the Carmel Area Creatures. Oh. Delicious. Okay, because they are, ki- they're kind of similar. So people talk about them a lot together. So the Fresno Nightcrawler, also known as the Fresno Alien, is a cryptid that has been talked about for at least a century, but has made two recorded appearances so far. <laughs> one is one of those happened in Fresno, California, hence the name Fresno Nightcrawler, and the other was in Yosemite National Park. Mm. Yeah. So the first sighting, um, the first recorded sighting happened in November of 2010, and the most recent was in 2017. So they are out and they're, about. They're out there. They're here. Yeah. So in both sightings, they were only seen in video footage. But there's a man in Poland who claims to have seen the creature and has captured video footage of it as well. Looks like a home video. It's very shaky. But he actually saw them in person. The other two videos were just caught by, like, security cameras. Okay, Mm -hmm. tight. Yeah. So, these little guys are also said to resemble the Carmel Area creatures, so that's why they're often talked about together. But the Carmel Area creature is seen in California and Ohio. Mm. So, it's like, how do they get from here to there? Distant cousins, like the goat man. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. But Kylie, I think, is going to like these because they look like pants. They look like pants? (laughs) They look like pants. They look Shut like walking up. pants. Uh-uh. So I'm listening. We'll have, we'll have to post a picture of them. But Wait, did y'all see the little boy who who, who was pants, pants for Halloween? Halloween? I think Kylie posted that on Instagram too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but a yeah. classic, a classic. Yes, I want to be pants next Halloween. I know. So it's a date. the Fresno Nightcrawlers they appear to be pretty short little creatures, about four and a half feet tall, maybe. Um, with most of their height being made up of of legs because <laughs> well, they obviously. have an extremely tiny upper body with just like a little head on top. Sounds so, familiar. <laughs> it's hard to find details of the upper body um, of these creatures because these have been security camera footage thus far. So it's like kind of grainy and mm. you can't really see what's going on with the face. But they're said to be super thin White humanoids with no discernible arms, just straight up long ass legs. Just pants. Um, mm-hmm. And then the larger ones in the videos appear to have some sort of webbing connecting from each knee to their torso. Okay. Yeah. So they appear to have these short, thin, stilt like feet. Uh-huh. <laughs> if you guys are getting an idea of pants with stilt feet, tiny head. And they have Web. the drop crotch joggers on. <laughs> Webbed together. Yeah. Yeah, with that one. Yeah, a look. Yeah. That his larger <laughs> his larger friend, the Carmel Area creature, is said to be tall, gray, has presumably no arms, and just long muscular legs. Oh my he god. He walks on these two legs in a super weird <laughs> manner because it has backwards bending knees. Ew. Yeah. These knees are made for walking. Or Bending. Maybe, maybe he was walking backwards. 
I don't know. (laughs) So the most credible witness of the Carmel area creature is the 60-year-old ex-Marine who I'm like, I highly doubt he'd be fucking around with us. He and his wife were driving near Carmel on Carmel, Carmel, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. on December 12th, 2014, and they came up over a hill and saw a seven-foot-tall, slender, gray creature. He said... We recently bought a place in the Fort Hill area, which is in southeast Highland County. We first noticed after about 30 days of living here that we suddenly have this perfect circle that stays fresh green no matter what weather in our front yard. Hmm. Hmm. Alien activity. Hmm. On Friday night, the 12th, we were driving home. After turning on Carmel Road, which leads to our road, we went around the curve by the Carmel Church and then up a small incline and approximately 10 feet over the incline and in front of our truck, the alien ran across the road and into the woods. (laughs) Just a a quick quick appearance and then he was gone. You saw me, I'm out. Yeah. But my my main theory maybe these guys are related maybe night crawlers are baby carmel creatures because <gasps> they've both been seen in california yes they're babies so maybe they're baby versions of the carmel mm-hmm. creatures maybe. and the bigger they get the bigger their knees get and their legs get muscular right and just, they gotta like transfer somewhere just a else. theory but yeah mm-hmm. they're so fucking funny looking that i had to <laughs> I had to. We'll share. I think I can get like a video clip to share too because oh, it's just, yes. Yes, you've got to see these pants. People have tried to do like hoax videos where they puppeteer pants walking and they're like, dude, <laughs> that's fucking sweatpants. Like, no. But there it's, are some that are super bizarre. It's I can't nice wait. to know that my dreams will come true. You know what I mean? <laughs> they are real, Kylie. You know? Next, they'll be seen in Boston. Yeah. So, shall I? Shall she? Shall she? So, this cryptid is his name. I guess this is a he, him as well. uh, Is Ahul. And it's been seen in Indonesia. And it's basically a flying bat creature with. So it's named Ahul because that's the noise that it makes, which is why my name is Ooh. And it is said to live in the deepest rainforests of Java. And it's described as having like a monkey ape-like head with huge eyes, uh, large claws, uh, but the body is the size of like a toddler. And the body's covered Mm. in gray fur. So like a monkey bat. Yeah, okay. But then it has a wingspan of 12 feet. So it's like as long as two tall men. And it's also almost twice as long as the actual largest known bat in the world, the flying fox. So another big boy. We're talking about another big boy. And if I were to show you, or we will show you a picture of the ahul but you'll recognize it either you know from maybe like a movie poster or it's it's basically been used as a monster or a creature uh in fiction and fan fiction but here's where it gets weird so i mentioned what it's its appearance 
But when the wings are closed and kind of pressed against its body, its feet appear to point backwards. So it's like the pants people <laughs> with their knees backwards. What, oh. Why do all these cryptids have their legs on wrong? Why are they doing that? <sighs> uh, it's thought that the Ahul is a nocturnal creature and it hides in caves and stuff during the day, as one does. And then at night, it skims across rivers in search of large fish. So, all right, I don't have this a problem guy, with that. Yeah, yeah. This guy came to be, this Ahul. In uh, 1925, <laughs> naturalist Dr. Ernest Bartels, son of noted ornithologist M.E.G. Bartels, was exploring a waterfall on the slopes of the Salic Mountains. When all of a sudden, bada bing, bada boom, a giant unknown bat, the Ahul, flew directly over his head. He was like, WTF, mate. So two years later, he's hanging around and he encounters this Ahul again. But this time he's laying in bed inside his house close to a river in Western Java, just listening to the sounds of the jungle as one does when you're living out there. And he heard a very strange sound over his hut and it seemed to say ahul <laughs> so it's calling now out we're to thinking, him man now we're thinking it's a monkey bat owl i know i was about to say when you said his name is ahul i'm like are they hearing like ahul mm-hmm. right owl so monkey bat in appearance ahul in sound <laughs> so there's no actual proof that a hools exist other than these sightings and also encrypted fan fiction. Uh, they actually have quite a developed character. So according to monster.fandom.com, female ahuls are said to be very social while the males live in solitude. Uh, they do all gather or live in groups and the females and their young remain together until the, the young baby ahuls are ready to, you know, leave the nest, as one says. Ahuls mm-hmm. are omnivores. Uh, they love a good fish. <laughs> uh, but they're also pretty intense predators. And so they'll range on animals from cats to rats to humans. <gasps> no! Not to babies. Uh, this is so my thinking here is the reason why there's no proof that the ahuls exist is because those who once had proof were eaten. <gasps> that's just that's just my guess. Okay, so ahuls hunt their prey by stalking them through the forest while swinging upside down from branches. So that's a little bit of monkey, a little bit of bat in there. Uh, and I mean, it's so big that it could also stalk a victim from the sky. But stalking usually only lasts for a few minutes before the ahul drops down like a hawk. And, you know, opens their jaw and uh, eats their prey. And yet, so, yeah. And at the same time, they deliver a fatal bite with their razor sharp fangs to the victim's neck, cracking the spine and usually mm-hmm. killing the victim instantly. Well, that's nice. Yeah. You know, I would no accept suffering. a good neck crack. I would accept just a right? steady death. You know, if you need me to eat me. Mm-hmm. Just kill me quick. Make it quick. Right. And a little bit of Ahul chiropractor, you know, like I would t- I would take it. Right. I would. Crack I would my take bones. a good crack to the neck, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take it where so, I can get it. 
<laughs> exactly. So is it a bat? Is it a monster? What is he? And I have a question for our listeners. Do you know of any stories or movies based on the Ahul cryptid? Because I would like to, I would like to read or watch that. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm interested. She's genuinely interested. Let your girl in the know. Ahul. Tell Let her at the Golden Ghouls Podcast at gmail dot com, where you can also <laughs> send your spooky stories. Yeah. Yes. yes, we've got a lot of stories. We're sitting on right now, so we're gonna have to start yes. pumping out some more ghoul talks for y'all. Oh, this is very super excited. exciting. That doesn't mean to stop sending because we are always ready for a, a good spooky tale. They're my favorite. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, there's some spooky, unexplained shit out there. There's y'all. a lot, yeah. I was like, it was a hard time narrowing down, but I knew I wanted to do the pants for sure. Right. Uh, Thank and God. Mothman. I just love that people think it was a bird, mm-hmm. a shite poke, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it gives me a good laugh. Right. But we will 100% have to revisit them because... There's, there's tons. So many. I mean, yeah. there's like a whole Wikipedia of just... I know. Cryptids on cryptids on cryptids right. that I've never even heard of. Right. Mm-hmm. Look at what that. What is it, a cryptopedia? Yeah. Tell us your favorites. Yeah. There was Wikipedia and then there was like... Uh, like the fanpedia or yeah, something well, and it was like all yeah. this different Fandom. stories yeah mm-hmm. yeah if you but, guys know of cryptids that we haven't touched on request them Ask request to, them tell us your faves you know don't yeah. be scared we're not well we kind of are but sometimes, anyway sometimes yeah. until next time stay spooky Ooh. Ooh. Uh, who-